0: Our sermon text is the gospel, according to St. Luke, specifically these words. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. There's an old joke where the punchline ends that don't you know that all Lutheran, good Lutherans sit in the last pews, or so the saying goes. But actually this applies to every social situation where there's a pecking order. I've heard the joke applied to pretty much every Christian denomination. It happens in the classroom, and it really happens in most gatherings. Those who sit at the front, <laughs> no offense, they get the most attention. I Can't really see too far to the back, actually. Sometimes it's the, f- the ones who sit at the front that are the most important. Or those who sit at the front are perhaps the most interested. If you want to be lost in the shuffle, ignored, to be absent, to merely observe, or perhaps you're fearful, you sit at the back. So what does that say about all those who like to sit at the back? Well, never mind. Those who sit in the front rows are those, usually those pews reserved for the once we're honored. Maybe it's the baptismal party, or like yesterday at the funeral, it was the family of the deceased. Sometimes, say on Confirmation Day, it'll be the catechumens who sit at the front. So, especially on those occasions, it's better to take a seat maybe halfway or all the way at the back, then there's little chance of sitting in someone else's pew. Or perhaps there's less chance of offending all those who are sitting behind you by your children's conduct. Any embarrassing difficulty you have keeping up with the liturgy that would go unnoticed. Or perhaps you have a hard time singing on key or in tempo, and the organ will overwhelm your voice. As we heard from Solomon in the Proverb, and Jesus as well, sitting in the back seat is the humble thing to do. Sometimes it's driven not by humility, but a false humility, some other pretense. Maybe you boast in that being in that place of humility. Now, you can't get humiliated if you put yourself there, right? But maybe if you sit in the back, someone might notice. And quite ironically, you can be proud about your low standing. Boast about how humble you are. Look at me, in the back again. That's not really humility. True humility is a matter not of your posture or your position in this gathering, but really a matter of your heart. True humility begins with the confession of sins today, where you said you have sinned in thought, word and deed, by what you have done and by what you have left undone. That's a spiritual way of taking the lowest seat with your confession. You are, you said, the last, the least, the lost, the loser, even the dead. You don't deserve to be here. You don't deserve to be in God's presence, much less before the exalted seats. You don't deserve to receive God's gift of word and sacrament. You don't even deserve, you said, to be called God's son. Now, at first glance, this may seem to be a depressing confession, but actually it's the reality. It is a confession of faith, real humility of sinners before a holy God. Now, God has said that you are his holy people, but you confess that your life often tells a very different story, again, by what you have thought, said, or done, that is contrary to God's will, that has separated you from God. You confess that you appear often unholy and unlike God, ashamed by what you have said, guilt-ridden by whom you have neglected, fearful of your own sin, of death, or even of God. And thus, in humility, your posture is one where your head is stooped. You cower in the last pew, perhaps. But despite your rebellion, you confess that you are also the Lord's. He is faithful and just and will forgive, you said. Jesus has promised each and every one of his baptized children, that's you, that he would never leave you or forsake you. Even when you are, as you are, utterly unfaithful, he is steadfast even as you wander away from him and disobey his law, he is standing ready at standing at the ready to welcome you back home. Even when you forget Jesus in your prayers or in your life, he never forgets you. Because you are his and because he has promised to love you to the end, Jesus is always working for your rescue working all things in this world for your salvation and for your life. You may be in the dumps. You may think that God has forgotten you. But you're here today to hear again that you are sons and daughters of the Heavenly Father. Speaking of being a son, Jesus told us today about sons. Which of you, having a son or an ox, has fallen into a well on the Sabbath would not immediately rescue him, pull him out? He's speaking about himself. You belong to Jesus. And seeing you in the pit of despair, which he calls Sheol, Jesus is here to rescue you, to lift you up again. He won't let you, his holy ones, see corruption any more than he saw corruption. And so he sees you no matter where you're sitting today, whether you're in the last pew or the front, whether you consider yourself lost in this wilderness of sin or Found whether you are dead in trespasses and sins or today believe you are alive in Christ. He finds you. He rescues you. He hears your pleas and voice for mercy and he shows his mercy upon you. That's why you heard his messenger declare to you, I forgive you all your sins. These are words of rescue. They say much. Not only do they rescue you, Not only do they make you holy, they are indeed the master of the feast, inviting you to sit with him, and with angels and archangels, and with the whole host of heaven. I forgive you, is Jesus' way of saying to you today, friend, come up higher. Friend, come and sit with me, and with all the saints. Friend, come to the wedding feast of the Lamb in this kingdom of mine that has no end. Friend, sit with me in a seat of honor, which I purchased and won for you by my holy blood and my innocent suffering and death. See, Jesus is always here to lift you up. Indeed, that's why the Father sent his Son into your flesh. The Son takes on flesh and blood. There's nothing more humiliating than that. But he doesn't just take the lowest seat. In the feast. Actually, he hangs outside the feast, even outside the city walls, upon a hill in a garbage dump called the place of the skull. That's true humility, humility that this world has never known apart from him. Being found in the appearance as man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death of the cross. Philippians 2. You see how it is? Jesus is the humble one who takes your seat and gives you, in its place, his seat of honor. He dies your death that you may not die. He goes down into the pit, nothing more humbling than that, to rescue you from the pit, to exalt you. His life is given that you would have life. And because he rose from the dead, So will all who are in him. We will receive a resurrection and exaltation just like his. Again, as Paul says, God has highly exalted him so that all we who are joined to Jesus would be exalted with him. Raised us up together with him, Paul said, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You see, through your baptism into Christ, you are already in the place of honor whether you're sitting at the front or in the back. And our whole liturgy, even the architecture of this church, is given to confess this truth through action and through word. Now, this was easier to see in days of old, before there were pews. Pews came in about 300 years ago. It used to be that you would start outside the doors of the church, maybe in the cemetery if you had one of those, the kingdom of this world, a kingdom of death, and you would be brought into the kingdom of of the Son, Christ's kingdom. You would come into his kingdom through holy baptism, as you would pass by the font at the entrance to the church. Starting in the lowest seat, so to speak, beginning in humility, many of us like a child, indeed as a child. And there would be the confession of sins before the font at the entrance to the church. And those words, I forgive you your sins, then were the motion that would lead us to sing a psalm of entrance, Hosanna to the Son of David. And then pleading out to the Lord for mercy, again, Lord have mercy. And his answer being, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill among men, the song of the angels. Again, moving from the entrance from this world into the kingdom of his Son, Christ Jesus, the incarnate Son of God, that angel's song, as he was born to bring peace between God and men. And then you were brought further up and farther in to hear and draw near to the Lord, to hear his word, to sit at his feet as his children. And then before long, you were before his altar. Even in this church, it used to be that you would walk up to the altar. You literally went up to the Lord And there Christ Jesus says to you, take, eat, this is my body. Take and drink, this is my blood. As you would kneel before his table in honor, singing, O Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, receiving a feast with your Savior, actually upon your Savior, served by your Lord and feasting upon his risen body and blood. You see how it is that every divine service begins in the land of death, this kingdom of this world, and you're brought into, again, the kingdom of life. Led from the wilderness of sin, wandering through waters, the Jordan or the font in your case, to the promised land. No matter how you came today, whether you thought of yourself in humility or in pride, whether you came guilty and terrified or boastful, ashamed or fearful, living or dying, regardless, all of us were brought low to be exalted in Christ, to receive exaltation through the forgiveness of sins in Christ's body and blood given and shed for you. Jesus is the one who takes your lowest seat, the seat of humility, and he gives you in its place his seat of honor, that you would be seated with him and the whole host of heaven, joined in unity by the Spirit in the Son. So, dear Christians, today, be exalted in Christ. Be lifted up in him, your resurrected Lord. In his holy name, amen.